Hi everyone and welcome to episode 85 of SAMA. SAMA is a program where we invite an expert to talk about their area of expertise. Today we're going to be talking about spooky software. We're going to talk a little bit about the early years and then we'll be venturing onwards to the release which was yesterday of the spooky two and why everyone has got to have it. <laughs> That's a phrase I've got to I say quite often, isn't it? But I really think that um, yesterday's release is very special. We've had a lot of people putting a lot of time in and creating presets and refining um, Spooky. Great, fantastic ideas are coming forward on both Facebook and on the forum. People think, well, if Spooky had this, then it'll be so much better. Or things can be done perhaps a different way. And of course, we always listen and then we always say, no, no. <laughs> but we incorporate these changes and Spooky is always the better for it. Okay, and there's, um, there's a question already before I've even started. This is a question from Thomas Abe. If I'm looking to one side, it means I'm reading a question. And Thomas is asking, I wonder if John could develop measuring, tolerating supplements, drugs, uh, and um, foods. Many people nowadays suffer from an array of intolerances. Here's a really good question too. Uh, now, Spooky has got built into it a few different types of biofeedback and one of the first methods was the spooky pulse and spooky pulse is actually ideal for seeing which foods you have an intolerance to if you put some of the food that you're insensitive to onto a small scratch on your skin most um, laboratories use your wrist that's a, that's a tiny even you can use your finger just to give a little bit of a, an itch and then put your um, product on that you think you may be insensitive to so you may, may have a sensitivity towards your pulse rate will change so if you've got your spooky pulse running um, while you're doing this you'll see the graph go up and so you can actually do that <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian Brian Yamamoto saying it's raining there gosh Brian you've really got our sympathies we've got fantastic weather here in Nanjing <laughs> um, Gosh, you got no power. Okay, Brian, well, we'll try and keep this as brief as possible. Okay, now let's, without any further ado, let's go down memory lane. We'll go and share our screen and uh, share and then um, show you what the earlier versions of Spooky looked like. Now, Spooky started quite simple. Um, the idea was to control more than just one generator. There's a lot of software packages out there which control a generator and they do a good job too, generally. But they only do one generator. So of course, if you get two generators, you've got to have another computer, another software, another, it gets expensive. So um, this is the very first version, <laughs> first version of Spooky 2, which was released. This is in test mode, which is what's showing so many generators. But the software could, could support all of this number of generators, which is kind of cool. Now, this is Spooky, not Spooky 2. This is Spooky version 1.24a. Now, let's have a look. What do we have? We have colors. Yeah, a lot of colors. I didn't like things bland. Now, the database 
we had these databases here. We didn't have any of the large databases that we have now, but we have the basic CAFL entries here. Program options, they fit into a small box here. <laughs> Where basically it's um, the repeats, the duty cycle. We've got a 33 hertz gate, take it or leave it. And we can apply the frequencies directly or supply different wobbles if you like. You've got the option of skipping concurrent duplicate frequencies. And you can optimize for contact plasma or MO. In the waveform selection, you've got all of three different waveforms to choose from. Now, why are there only three different waveforms? Well, the generator that we had then could only support three waveforms. It was a very simple frequency generator. It was uh, called the UDB. And the UDB generator only had the three waveforms. It was a little plastic thing. It was blue. <laughs> it was a cute little generator. It gave a few troubles with reliability, but it really didn't have the performance that we needed to do serious treatment. And so we decided, well, we will develop a generator that does do what we need. And so we developed the XM generator. And in unison with that, we needed to have a generator which could, <laughs> a generator which could uh, um, you know, support all the new functions, all the different waveforms, but we needed the software to support it as well. So while the generator was being supported, uh, while the generator was being developed, while I was doing that, I was also doing the software. And this was Spooky 2. And so we've got Spooky 2 version 1. And it's doing the, uh, the scanning now for generators. Released 14th of January 2014. It was a very um, difficult release, this one, because it was in unison with the generator hardware development. Now you can see there's quite a few new options here. We have the new waveforms that the new generator could provide. The database is here. And basic uh, online functions here. I moved the generator controls down here. The colors were a little bit better, I still got that green. <laughs> but um, overall it was much better. Oops, if I go to advanced mode, the advanced menu um, gives options for global controls of the generator. You can identify ports, users. The basic functions are there. It still supported the UDB generator and there was the driver option for either 32-bit or 64-bit. So there we have it. That was the um, <laughs> that was the first one of the first versions of Spooky 2 that came out. I called it Spooky 2 because the, see the two is raised up. It's actually Spooky Squared, not two, but people call it two, please myself, just through laziness. But it was 
to the power, is raised to the power, was significantly more powerful than the previous version of Spooky. Oops. And of course, I had to use the quit button and I've got to move my home screen there. Sure you want to quit? Yeah. And then it brings us to today's version. Now, uh, let's see. I will move that to down here. Okay, bottom left-hand corner. Now, this is the version that was released yesterday. It has quite a few exciting releases, which um, I'll go through today. Um, as I said before, this version is the combination of a lot of people's inputs. They've kept me very busy. This version was going to be released many times and thinking, right, I'm happy with it. There's no bugs. And then someone would find other ways of improving it or making it more solid or even finding your bug or two. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's the way it goes. So, okay. Changes, improvements. There's a few things that are fixed. The um, offline waveforms for Generator X. Um, have, there was a bug for the offline waveform where the offline waveform was not created correctly. So that's been fixed. And also the um, um, removal of the 1000 frequency limit for non fire our feedback sequences. Now, sequences are programs, so most programs have um, not that many programs, not that many frequencies in them. If I go to controller, right, <coughs> pardon me, uh, write it to a generator, you can see that it's only got 18 frequencies within this program. But of course, some programs are very large and long, and there used to be a limit of 1,000. Well, now there's no limit on the number of frequencies. Um, also, generators cannot be set to shadow themselves. If we go here in the settings, we have the shadowing up here. And so if we have a generator to shadow, which means to follow another frequency's gen uh, another generator's frequency, um, if, it's, if it's set to itself, it can't follow itself, can it? So uh, that was... Uh, safeguarded against now. It's an interlock. And another bug is when it's preventing programs from cycling. The mouse focus is lost. But this, this is little things, okay? Now the databases have all been updated. You can see the number of entries that are within each of the databases. And they're grown, they have grown quite significantly since the last release. So um, every new version has a greater number of entries. When you see in the programs tab, a program here, you may see that the number of programs down here can go up or down. This depends on how I combine the frequency sets within the base pair or the molecular weight programs. I may combine slightly more to optimize them. And so this number may drop, but the number of entries is always increasing. And so look at this, in the base pair frequencies, which contain all the DNA data, that's 85,671. So that's kind of cool. Other things that have been improved in the software is the um, 
gating control for generator X. It's now all done by protocol. The um, channel display for chained presets. That's the display that's shown on the top here on that frame. Now the waveform names can either include spaces or underscores. So in the settings, we select a wave file. It'll be all underscore. But it can be underscore or no underscore. It doesn't matter. It converts up. There's an um, amplitude reduction between waveform swaps. Sometimes if you swap waveforms every 60 seconds, for example, and then Spooky does a swap, some people are getting a little spike during their contact mode. Well, now there's an amplitude reduction between the waveform swaps. And the reverse lookup, if I do a reverse lookup, uh, I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm just going through all the improvements. If I do an analysis, and I choose, oh, look at that, I've got no scan data. <laughs> That's bad, well, um, analysis means you do a reverse lookup, and I'll do it here manually. If I do a reverse lookup for frequency, if I include, say, a, a random frequency here, and I do a reverse lookup, now, Spooky will tell you where matches were found for any frequency that was found either in the biofeedback hit or which was entered manually like I showed now. And I entered 1050 and it showed the SARS 2 and all these other programs were found within the databases. Now Spooky will search all the databases that were loaded and the databases which are loaded are selectable here. Excuse me. The um, okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of small changes which are, which I won't mention because they're not so important. Um, let's see. Uh, look, let's get straight into it. Eh? Well, the very first big change in Spooky, I guess, is the way that Spooky looks. <clears throat> now, the way that Spooky looks at the moment is the way that Spooky's always looked, basically. But you can change it. In the system tab, there's a skin option. And you can change the skin that's in use. So this is the AA skin. You can see that it definitely looks quite a bit different from before. That's annoying. <laughs> and there's other skins you can use as well. There's 23 skins that you can choose from. That's probably, in my opinion, the ugliest one brown but it's there for people that want it and there's greys as well there's one skin which in particular is good for people with lcd screens um as soon as i find it pro lcd and so if you've got a little laptop that you're using you may find that this one may be better it's just a mono color shades of gray <laughs> and it's you can choose how spooky looks now which is kind of cool. Other changes are when you're running a program and then you stop it and then you restart it. If you're running a program, I'm not sure whether there's any program loaded in here. That's just a biofeedback program. I've got a program started here. If I go down to here and I press start, the waveforms will load. 
and then it'll start up. And it starts at step number 10. Now, if we stop it, if we started it again, or we start from the beginning, but with this button just to the side of the start, if you press that one, then it will start where it left off. Now, the problem was some people were running long preset chains and then they had a power loss. Because Spooky wasn't shut down properly, they weren't sure where, or Spooky didn't know when it was stopped last because it wasn't stopped. And so there's no chance of restarting again in the, in the um, previous um, correct location. But now Spooky takes a snapshot every five minutes. So it'll start even after a, a brownout at the right location or very, very close to it. And so you don't have to worry if you're doing a seven day terrain or 11 day terrain preset, Spooky will start at the right place. Okay, in the utils menu, utils menu option. Oh, that screen at the top's rather frustrating. In the utils option, you can turn the generator X display on and off. If you've got your generator next to your bed and the light's disturbing you, you can turn it off. And the display will turn off. It'll turn back on when you select that. It'll also turn back on if you turn the power off and then back on again. So you don't have to worry about thinking that your generator's not working just because the display doesn't come on. It will automatically come back on again. Okay, now, baseline has been introduced. And what is baseline? Baseline is a super cool feature that allows you to um, determine the signal of a biofeedback when there's nothing connected. Now you may be wondering why would you want to do that? Well, this is why. The idea is you do a biofeedback with your TENS pad stuck together or um, your sample digitizer with no, no sample inside between the slides. And you do a scan. Now I'll do a scan to show you. The baseline facility is down here. But once I click it, Spooky 2 will perform a baseline biofeedback scan. I've set the step size for the biofeedback scan to be 5%. So it's a crazy high percentage. Don't worry about that. This is just for demonstration purposes only. Don't try this at home. <laughs> Normally that's 0.125%. I just wanted to have a fast scan that I could show you. The scan will last something like a minute. Okay, now you'll see that there was a definite curve in the biofeedback response. You'll see that this light has gone green. That means a baseline has been created. Now I'll do another biofeedback scan with the baseline now loaded. Now before the value was 574 to 450 range, let's see what happens now. Look, 0.12 to 0.19. And the value itself is very, very low. Look at that. 
0.03 is the running average. And so what you now have now is a highly sensitive biofeedback that can measure change. And that's what biofeedback's all about, measuring change. And the change is whatever you've introduced into the circuit. And so if you have run your, if you've loaded into the baseline, your sample digitizer biofeedback scan, which is using no sample, and then you do a, a proper biofeedback scan with a sample, the only difference is the sample. And so it's disregarding any electrical noise, any Wi-Fi signals, any electrical noise that's, or errors that are inside the Generator X electronics, anything. All of that is now taken into account because the baseline is subtracted from the biofeedback scan data. So isn't that amazing? And so we can get extremely accurate biofeedback scans now. So that was a fantastic uh, idea. It was originally suggested by Manuel, Manuel Mello. So good on you, Manuel. Thank you for that. Took me a long time to implement it. <laughs> but good things take time, right? Okay. I don't want to see that my computer's at risk. So that's the baseline feature. What I'll do, I'll, I'll have a slightly longer biofeedback scan. If you click the green light again, it erases the baseline. You can see the message here, baseline has been erased. Now, if I go to a longer scan and I redo a baseline, it'll be more pronounced because the graph will fill up and then it will auto scale and then you can see how much it drops downwards. So I do a baseline, same thing again, but this time it'll take longer. At the higher frequencies, the current, which I'm currently monitoring, will go up and then it'll drop down. We're running 150k kilohertz, that is, 300 kilohertz and rising. And then it'll start dropping. Any components, any electronic components have got a response curve. All of them combined result in this. And so now it's dropping right away at the very, very high frequencies. The baseline's been created. Now, keep in mind that curve and how spooky now does a biofeedback now that that green light's on. It's important after you set up the baseline not to change any of the biofeedback parameters. So the settings are all precisely the same. Look how flat it is. Now, the spikes that you see there, they look large, but look at the scale, 0 0.06 and minus 2.3. It's a very, very small scale, so it's like magnifying it. The graph is always automatically scaling itself. Look how linear it is. It's extremely sensitive. Those are the very high frequencies. So there's no drop off at the end. So it's all kind of cool. The, um, when I use baseline, I found that generally uh, I used peak for the calculate using function. 
the running average is really taking into account when the graph drops down, when the signal gets reduced at the higher frequencies. But because baseline takes that into account and it becomes linear, I'll just go for a peak. And the results have been absolutely amazing. Now the scan, oh, now I'll have something in the biofeedback results. There's a facility of copying the frequencies to the clipboard. And then you can, of course, copy, copy and paste later to anywhere you want. So if you do a file create program, you can always just paste the frequencies in there. Give it a name and go away. But that's all automatic, actually. If you go to Analyze and you select the file, you can automatically save it anyway here. And then it gives it by default the biofeedback title, the date, the time, and the frequencies. So it's all made nice and simple. You see that the graph is ticking along here. All it's doing now is measuring the current while everything is stopped. So it's basically just electrical noise. In the system tab, you can also turn that off. So if it's annoying you, you just have it off and then it just stops logging the current. In a way, the generator X generator, which is shown here, and the one that's connected, it can become like a like a uh, multimeter. You can measure current and the phase angle without the generator actually producing the signal, just by having this graph running all the time, just by selecting this option down here, because then it must be logging what the current is. So I've just got these leads in my hands now. This is the natural current passing through my body at the moment. The generator's off, so it's not from the generator. It's just that my body's electric. <laughs> it's kind of like Spooky Pulse. Our Spooky Pulse can be used for detecting food intolerances. You don't need to apply a frequency into your body to get a biological response. It can be chemical as well. And Spooky Pulse is just monitoring your heart rate, just as the current is being monitored here now. Another cool feature is loops. I can set this to, for example, two loops. I'll bring the step size back up to 2% and I'll do, I'll start a scan up. The countdown at the beginning is a settling time to allow any amplitude to ramp up and the person in the uh, firing line to get comfortable. Now it'll do a scan like it did before. It's still got the baseline loaded. And so it'll still be a reasonably flat baseline. After the scan, it'll redo the scan. It'll loop two times. You can see it's currently on the first loop. And then it'll start again. After it has finished the second scan, it'll take the average of the two biofeedbacks. Now the advantage this has over the samples per step, which is a very similar function, 
is that a samples per step takes the samples, the consecutive samples, right after the other. And so if someone's just turned on a microwave at that point, you'll get the microwave spike still there because it's right after the other. But if you average two biofeedback scans, which are quite a long time apart, the microwave almost certainly isn't going to be turned on at the same time in the second phase of the, of the biofeedback loop. So one will negate the other. And so it's possibly a better way of performing a scan, utilizing the loops function rather than the samples per step. But it's up to you to decide if you like. Okay, presets over on our left here. Now the presets have changed and increased in size significantly. Thanks very much to Brian Yamamoto and also to David Halliday, but also to others. Now, if we go to miscellaneous and we go to the David Halliday experimental frequencies, we have all the different modes here that we can choose from. So we can choose Scalar, which is one of our latest devices that we've released. And you've got all these presets that are set up for running with Spooky Scalar. So we have the same preset equivalent in Scalar and in Remote and Plasma. But look at this, we've got new search facility. Because there's so many presets, there are over 6,000 presets, we decided there has to be some sort of search facility. So if we do a search for cancer, for example, it will show you all the cancer presets that are within Spooky, which is kind of cool. And so we can choose, for example, this one here for coil using the spooky coil, which is connecting straight onto our generators. And it comes up with the preset notes. When you select any of these presets, it shows you where the preset was. And so you can see it's BY, Brian Yamamoto, coil two, generator one, cancer one, coil. Now this is part of a larger preset chain. We've got other ones as well, which are more for standalone use. Cancer sweeps and all sorts of all sorts of presets. So that's all good. We have a facility in the programs tab of adding padding. Some researchers believe that it's beneficial to have some other frequency between the program frequencies. So the body, excuse me, so the body doesn't become accustomed to frequencies within a program. Quite often frequencies are quite similar in this abdominal inflation, uh, inflammation one, for example. Um, I forgot, abdominal inflation is what happens at Christmas time, isn't it? Uh, we've got 2720, 2489. So the frequencies are fairly close. So we can have now the option of running a frequency. It might be something like um, 7.83 7 hertz. You run it for 
10 seconds between each of these frequencies. So you choose that to clear the programs that are loaded, loading abdominal inflammation, and then and you load the program to the generator. The, um, you loaded that into a generator. The program will start up. It will take 120 seconds for the first frequency to go through. So I'll put in a age factor to speed that up. And then the frequency goes low between the packing. Oops, it's too fast to see the packing. Let's see if we can see it now. 7.83, there we go. And so the frequency, the packing frequency is added, inserted between each of these frequencies. And so that's another new feature that's been added. If the padding frequency is zero, the amplitude also goes to zero. Okay, another cool feature that's been um, introduced. Now the sharp-eyed um, viewers would have seen that there's encyclopedia entry down here. This well as the fact that things, the search um, items in red. An encyclopedia has been added to Spooky. So Spooky has now got over 9,000 entries, both health and medical. And so you can search for things here. If I search for acne, do a normal search, we'll just show you the acne programs like before in the programs. Will show you any um, encyclopedia entries that have got acne at the beginning of the uh, of the uh, encyclopedia entry, and so you can see there's quite a lot of information there. In the past, all you used to have was this acne, you know, a single one liner, which really wasn't very helpful for people. But now you can read about conditions and how to treat conditions, even without frequencies, even without spooky. Just, it's a very, very valuable way of learning about things. So it's the entry about, about acne. But there's another search button here. If you choose this button, it'll do a specific search on the encyclopedia only, not the programs. And it will show where the text occurs in the encyclopedia, not just at the beginning of the encyclopedia entry, but anywhere. So the, of course, it's much, much larger. And it goes into quite good detail as well. It's, it's a book, if you like, for each of these conditions. And so it's of tremendous value to our users. We're always wanting to empower users with new functions, new abilities. But now we've done it in a different way. Now we've done it through education. You can run Spooky 2 without any generators, without any Spooky equipment at all. And you've got a reference material at hand, a free reference material. 9,169 entries from nine different sources. So just about anything you'll find in here. Oops, bloated. It's supposed to be a bell in there. Bloated. Let's see what it says about bloated. Now, if you do a program search in bloated, it comes up with nothing. There's no programs for bloated. So normally, 
we'd be stuck, right? We'd have, you know, what, what, we've got a bloated stomach, Christmas has come and gone, we've all got bloated stomachs, what do we do? So, okay, there's nothing in the programs. Well, we're, we've, got, we, we've got no hope, but you can choose the encyclopedia search, which is this one here, and then, yes, you've got the information. Suddenly you're empowered. You realize that the colon plays a part. And so you can run programs for um, supporting your organs. It's, um, it talks about, um, it's, it's, it's a wealth of information and it'll give you ideas on other programs that you can run. Constipation self-care, exercise regularly, common sense, drink more water and eat more fiber. Yeah. So it's not just about spooky, it's not just about frequencies, but there's, uh, there are programs you can do to encourage regular bowel movements as well. And so it's empowerment. It's a feature that I'm very, very proud of. You can copy and you can paste encyclopedia entries as well. So if you want to keep the reference material and save it to a later time, you can do so. Okay, just a reminder, if anyone wants to ask any questions, don't be shy, just uh, ask them directly and Kai will forward them onto me. You can ask them on Facebook by just typing questions at the bottom of the, of the video. Okay, what else? Done the encyclopedia search. Now, when Spooky2 does biofeedbacks, if it's a generator X, generator X will always log both the angle and the current. Even if you just choose one of them, Spooky2 will log both. It'll log both because if you do a biofeedback using current and then you do an analyze, you want to look back at a previous scan and for the previous scan you choose angle, it'll give you the angle biofeedback response rather than just the current. Now people that are electronically and electrically inclined will know that angle and current aren't totally independent. There is a relationship. So there may be some common frequencies that come up, but there are differences as well. And those differences are important. Okay, now let's get into some of the presets. Now, if anyone has got any specific questions they can ask, I see there's two Q&A questions, but they haven't been forwarded to me. Uh, Kai, if you can forward to me, please, the... Uh, questions that are input through Q and A, that'd be appreciated. Or maybe maybe he can't. Maybe he can't. He can't view the screen. So let's see if there's any questions come through Q and A. Okay. There's the question about the age factor. There's a question about the load and run presets in the generator X standalone. Okay. I'll. Cover one thing at a time. So age factor. 
uh, load and run presets and the new manual. Okay, Barb, um, we're working on a new user's manual. The um, We currently have a user's manual for the previous release, which, um, well, a few releases ago, actually, which was a, a uh, simple manual. We, feel, we felt that 279 pages was a little bit too much to go through. Um, and certainly too much to print out. So we are working on making a more simple version. And of course, with this new version of Spooky, with so many changes, we need to um, need to go through and add them into the manual. It's a good fact, good point. Okay, so uh, age factor from Law Murdoch and Adam Corbett was asking about the load and run presets for standalone. Okay, let's go into the sharing screen again. Okay, so the age factor. I ran the age factor a little bit before. We'll do it again. Oops, gosh, the screen at the top is getting in the way of the controller speaking. So we'll set this to one. And then I will... That's on Okay, a few questions coming through, that's good. When the age factor is one, which is the normal value, Spooky will just step through the frequencies, eight, nine, 10, for 120 seconds in this case, and then step to the next one. Now for testing purposes, or if you just don't want a program to take so long, you can change this value. If I make it two, you'll see that the age of the dwell changes twice as fast. If I make it 10, see how fast this bar is going across. It's going very quickly. It speeds up Spooky by 10. It's just a way of speeding up all the processes that are associated with this generator. The age factor is different for each of the generators, they're fully independent. So this is still ticking away with an age factor of one when generating number four. But number three, it's got an age factor of 10. Okay. A question from Pascal Shaw. Why does biofeedback on the generator X start at 5,000? Uh, well, Pascal, there's no real reason. 5,000, we wanted to get the low frequencies for generator X. The lower frequencies aren't quite so accurate because the load is generally a capacitive load. And capacitances don't have much current passing through them at lower frequencies. We have a general biofeedback scan and the settings currently in the job bar in the um in the general one. Uh, let's see, I'll, I'll stop both of my generators. So I'll go to my general biofeedback scan. Um, at the moment it's 41,000. So I'll remove that. At the moment, it's 41,000 hertz. If it's something like a, um, a 
digitizer scan original digitizer scan it starts at 5000 which is a lower frequency 5000 hertz you can feel quite strongly if you're using tens pads or hand cylinders and so this is why we start on a high frequency but with uh, of course with uh, the sample digitizer you can run at the lower frequencies and not get any sensation so this is why the biofeedback in the digitizer starts at 5000 contact mode we generally start higher Okay, so we've done the age factor for offline use for Generator X. Now, with any program that we have loaded, at the moment we have the P9 Kansas Sweep. Um, we can load the program into the generator by pressing the load button here. The abdominal inflammation is the program that I have loaded into the generator. Uh, let's see. So if I go back to the oops, go back to the control load generator tab, I can click on any empty memory location. There's 30 memory locations. I can click it on number two. It appears there, and then just save it. And that program is now loaded into the generator. If I load a different program in. Uh, let's see. Let's do a, um, a general program, Judino Ulcer, and load it in to a generator again. Judino Ulcer. If I don't choose any memory location and I just press save, it'll save it in the first available memory slot so it'll be saved to number three you can see number two the abdominal inflammation has already been loaded so i save that in there if you want to remove programs that are within generator x you can do it in one click by clearing all the buttons uh, clearing all the programs in the erase button you can also choose the copy button oops Sorry, choose the load button. <laughs> choose the load button. And then when it comes up, you can just double click. Uh, sorry, click there, and then it'll remove the programs. I'll leave the test run there and save it. So that those two programs that are loaded in before, they'll be gone now. So that, that's that. There's a question from Ada uh, Tabini. I wonder if there's any way that we can check the reverse lookup. If it, uh, it can only bring up pathogens instead of a whole list of diseases. Yes, well, we don't have in the reverse lookup the base pair database, which is the pathogen one, pathogen specific. The base pair frequencies um, are very, very high. The other molecular weight and I don't think I've got the base pair ones loaded there at the moment. So let's have a look. I'll clear the database selection. That's why there's nothing there. And I'll look again once the display is loaded.
a big, big program. Okay, so the molecular weight, and then at the bottom we've got the base pair. So we'll write, for example, a base pair program. In the settings, we'll ensure that there's no frequency limits. And the control will load it into a generator. The first frequencies here are the other program that was loaded before. So if I go back to programs and I remove it, overwrite the channel again, the lower frequencies will be gone. These are the base pair frequencies. If I press start, you'll see that the frequencies is 22 megahertz. Very, very high frequencies. And they go up to, well, because generator X is connected, there is a limit of 40 megahertz, but it's 22 megahertz. Biofeedback scans don't go up to 22 megahertz. So this is why we don't include them in our reverse lookup. That's the main reason anyway. There's other technical reasons as well. So, okay, do that, analyzing databases, and it's found no matches in any of the loaded frequencies. So that's why um, the, the pathogens are basically kept in the base pair database. The other uh, database is the, the historical database, which is the CAFL ones. They're generally based with uh, listed as conditions. It's still fairly useful, but uh, no, we don't have a we don't have the reverse lookup for pathogens. Okay, what else should we talk about? Um, in fact, while I've got Facebook online, I'd, I'd like to thank you guys because you've helped a lot on the development of Spooky. A lot of members on Facebook have been offering suggestions on how I can improve Spooky. So the release, which is out now, is really the result of all of your support. Okay, let's have a look. Um, I'm finding this skin is quite difficult to work with. I like. I like some other skins. The um, if you don't like any look, you choose the none, and that takes you back to the regular spooky that you've seen in the past. Uh, I find that my favourite one is Zoom. If you do choose a skin that you like, and yeah, and then you exit spooky, spooky will restart using the same skin. Can't remember which one it is. Okay, now I'll just check the questions which have come in. Uh, so I've shown Adam how to load and run programs. If it's a preset that's not a, not a chained preset, then you can certainly load that into the Generator X. Now, offline, Generator X can't do things like frequency feathering or ramping. So there are some things that won't be um, utilized within Spooky in offline mode. 
that you later erect. So there are a few things, and, and the, those things are detailed in the document on both the forum and on spooky2support.com. Uh, okay. Uh, Henry Pavot, or uh, Pavot, I guess if you're French, you're asking um, how to enter a specific frequency in the new Spooky2 software. Okay. That's a good question. It's really um, asking how do you create a program? So I'll show you now. To create a program, go to file at the top left and then create program. And then you've got this create program screen. And we'll call it, oops, Henry. And then let's say you want to do a frequency of one, two, three, four, five, six. You separate frequencies with commas, and then any other program you any other frequency you wish to add, you enter them in. M means it's a molecular weight. So if I have a molecular weight, let's say I've looked on the internet that the certain substance, the certain pathogen, I let's see, it will be a um it won't be a pathogen, it'll be a substance, and it's got a molecular weight of 265. Spooky will convert a molecular weight to a frequency. So, uh, so when Spooky encounters the M265, Spooky will know that it's a molecular weight entry and do the conversion. Now I'll save that program, the Henry program. Now if I go to programs again, once the uh, <laughs> once the uh, frequency list has been created again, I've got every single database loaded at the moment, so it will take a little while. Oh dear! I'll move my face out of the way so I can see. Now I can't see Henry there at the moment. Why can't I see Henry? Because the custom database has not been selected. So I'll load custom database, and of course the. Uh, the uh, databases are loaded again. And then we'll see the, we'll try and find the Henry program. In the system tab, you can choose which databases are loaded when Spooky starts up. Once the database is loaded, then you can select and deselect them here. The Henry program is at the bottom. There's Henry's firing us there. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's my microphone plugging and unplugging. So that's the Henry program. I, I select it, and the um, the program name comes up here in red, and then the notes comes under there. So if I load that program into a generator, let's say I, I remove this program first by double clicking. If I load the program, I'll see the two frequency entries here, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'll start it up. The first one will be the one, two, three, four, five, six hertz. If I go to the next program, it's converted the molecular weight of 265 to the frequency of 200, uh, sorry, 25 million, 885,145.62. It does the conversion. 
over in the system tab, you've got the frequency conversion factors and the base pair to Hertz factor is entered here. It's a number that's been calculated for correct conversion from base pair to Hertz or molecular weight to Hertz or even tissue factor. It's all tricky stuff. One thing to keep in mind, if you're doing a base pair entry, which um, is easy to do again, just, uh, if, if you do uh, want to know what all the commands are, the instructions are here for the frequency entries. And so if it's a base pair entry, you use B instead of M. M is the monoisotopic molecular weight in grams per mole. B is the base pairs. Okay, I'll just continue. I assume that everyone's still hearing me. The, um, be careful because base pairs can be circular. If it's circular, then it changes the formula. And there are a lot of databases out there which utilize base pair values and they are wrong. Let's keep that in mind. Now, um, uh, at this time, if there's any other questions that uh, people would like to ask, now's the time. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm just catching up on my chat. I didn't see them. Okay, now, um, who is it? Uh, Helen McConnell. Helen is asking, is there an online course where I can learn in detail about Spooky 2? We're looking into this, Helen. We're doing a lot of things all the time, and we're looking at creating a course where people come, can become certified, which means that they become knowledgeable and fluent in the use of Spooky. And so currently there's no online course, but it's being created. I'm not sure of a time frame we'll not be ready. Uh, and uh, you're saying you want to learn about the program options. It is good, you know, Debbie, when you can, you can drive an automatic car, for example, and not worry about gear changes. But if you drive an auto, a manual car, a, a shift stick car, for the Americans who are watching, you appreciate the added capabilities that a shift stick has over an automatic and it's the same with spooky you can run spooky in automatic mode where you can just choose a preset and then run it and all the settings have been made but you may choose to change an option you can read somewhere that someone's tried something different and they've had better results and you think to yourself well i want to try that too well this is when you do want to go into the settings tab and change things and just tweak things to your advantage. Okay, um, oh, questions are coming in. Okay, uh, Carmela, you're asking um, about the age factor. Uh, the age factor, it goes from one, which is regular time as we know it, to, um, I don't know what the limit is actually, <laughs> I mean, I wrote it, but it was, um, it didn't sort of, Maybe it's 9999, which is the time multiplication factor for teenagers <laughs> or youngsters. And so, um, yeah, you can change it to whatever you like. We, we use age factor a lot when you're developing presets. 
because we want to ensure that things happen correctly. And so we fast forward, if you like. It's a spooky fast forward. Okay, now Debbie Hale is asking, is voltage associated with contact mode running through the body? I thought that Spooky 2 is frequency-based. Uh, yes, uh, Debbie, free, uh, Spooky 2 is frequency-based, and um, voltage increase, if you increase the voltage, you increase the flow through your body. Voltage is like the pressure. It's pushing the signal through your body. The greater the pressure, the greater the flow. And so you can change the voltage to be higher or lower to suit your comfort level. Spooky has an option of reducing the voltage if the frequency gets lower because the lower frequencies tend to hurt a little bit. It gets into the range of our nerves. And so our nerves go, oh, I don't like that. So Spooky can reduce the voltage, so not so much flow passes through at the lower frequencies. Okay, now um, Frank is asking, why does Generator X appear as a enhanced and standard bridges? If you can ask the question again, please, Carmela. I don't understand, oh, Frank, I don't quite understand uh, Enhanced and standard bridges. Bridges is the word I don't really understand. Um, generator Rex can run all the XM generator presets plus other presets that need to have the current and phase angle detection. Okay, Robin LB, um, you have a question. Um, have you solved any of your methods in the way we can pay for it? <laughs> oh, look. Um, Robin, I'm not the person to um, ask, uh, but, but Robin is asking, they don't, she doesn't use PayPal. Yeah, but a lot of people don't use PayPal. I don't know. Um, I'll ask the people that know about those things. It's really best to ask the customer support because they're involved. I do the, the software development, which takes a lot of time. But I also do the hardware development as well. The two go very much hand in hand. It's a good way of bringing up projects uh, that that uh, that you can. The cycle time is very low because I don't have to convey very complex ideas to a second person. Although I do bounce ideas around, um, I make sure that the software takes full advantage of the capabilities of all the hardware. Okay. Uh, Okay, Debbie Hale, you're talking about uh, Jerry Tennant's work. Can we use the software to increase the voltage somehow in contact mode and get the TENS pads as close as possible to the tumour to raise its voltage? Now, um, Dr. Jerry Tennant is saying that tumours have got very low voltage um, and do this without causing heart problems. Well, it's always best not to put the TENS pads near your heart because your heart is generally an electrical device and it may get affected by the signal that's passing through your body. But you can increase the voltage up to 20 volts peak to peak. There's plus 10 and then minus 10. Beyond that, you really need to have some form of external amplifier, and we have been looking into that as well. Um, to have, to increase the voltage of a tumour, you'd want to use an offset signal. 
to use an offset signal can be dangerous over long periods of time, definitely, because it produces acids under the tens pads or even underneath the hand cylinders, and it becomes very irritating for the skin. So if you can overcome that problem, perhaps using larger tens pads, and Spooky do sell large tens pads um, for people that have use such as this, then maybe you can apply an offset voltage for a longer period of time. But certainly monitor it and make sure that there's no discomfort, any sign of discomfort, then turn it off immediately. But um, at the moment, Spooky can only do 10 volts in either direction, positive or negative. And Carmen is giving advice. You go to the settings tab. And, oh, I see what you mean. Go to the settings tab and screen shows three and four is enhanced and standard. Settings tab and screen. Oh, oh, I understand. Got it. Okay. Now, this is what the question that Frank was asking. I understand it now. Now, the settings tab, it's not actually the settings tab, it's actually the system tab, but I'll, I'll forgive you for this, Frank. There's one of the generators is enhanced and the other one is standard. And the question is, why is one enhanced, one standard, when there's one generator? There's two ports, three and four. They're physically one generator. The enhanced one is the first one, which is number three. The enhanced one passes any information, which is for number four, to number four. And so everything goes to the main one, and then it gets passed to number four, the information which is for the number four. <laughs> so the enhanced one does most of the work, if you like. And the other one does the, the you know, just receives the information. It doesn't mean that the standard one has got less capabilities. Both of these have got exactly the same capabilities. We're only talking about USB communications where Spooky says to the generator, jump left, jump right, or the generator three will receive the information and then pass it to number four immediately, instantly, transparently. That's what happens. And so it's really under the hood. There's nothing really that's going to affect the performance of Spooky. So that's why one. Okay, Robin LB. Okay, I've done that one. Okay, um, I've done that one. Done that one. Okay, do you mean the port in the system or no? Do you mean the port in the system? Yes, I think Peter uh, Liu, I think that's, I've answered that with regards to the enhanced and, and regular. I think I've answered that. Yes, okay, great. Okay, that's done. And okay, um, and Wolfgang, you said, what happened to my question placed on SAMA, i.e. SAMA at spooky2-ball.com? I don't know. Um, I haven't received any message from you, Wolfgang, and nothing's been forwarded to me. And so I can't answer a question I don't know. <laughs> so Wolfgang, if there's a question that you've placed on SAMA, which is this, and it hasn't been answered, can you ask it again in the Q&A, because I've got that screen in front of me now. Okay, two questions. Um, oh, okay, no, this is not related. This is 
uh, this is something different again. It's an internal question. People ask me questions at work all the time. What happens is people contact the spooky support and they ask questions and if they don't have the answer, they forward the question to me and I answer them and I continue with my work after that. So those are all the Q&A questions answered. Um, and Frank, you've said that I've um, answered your question. That's fantastic. So we're not too far overboard. We're only at half an hour overboard. So, oh, another question. Uh, let's, let's go to close up. Another question's come through. This is uh, Caleb Gobert. Uh, um, how does the Generator X digitizer yield some of the exact same frequencies as a pulse scan? I get a lot of hits and octaves and same frequencies quite a lot. They use different methods of scanning, yet they overlap sometimes. Well, Caleb, it's actually a good thing that getting an overlap. It means that the same frequencies are doing something in your body. Spooky pulse measures your body's response to a frequency. Let's say you've got a hit at 10,000 hertz, 10 kilohertz. It's a bad example, but we will run with it. <laughs> you found that hit using spooky pulse. During the frequency sweep, your body suddenly went, oh, this, this, I felt something. The cells inside your body gave you a reaction. The pulse increased and the spooky pulse detected it and gave the bump in the graph. You've also found that using um, scale, uh, sample digitizer, that the same frequency gave a bump. But this time, it's looking at the signal change that's passing through the sample. So it's like a double confirmation. Not only is your body reacting to it, but the sample digitizer has found the same pathogen. And so that's a good thing, not a bad thing. So um, keep with that frequency. And I have actually found, you know, if you do a baseline scan before you run the biofeedback, you'll find that the accuracy is really, really accurate. And it will only find um, absolute true hit, and, and you don't have to be quite so um, careful with Wi-Fi signals or radio stations and all the rest of it. Okay, uh, Tom uh, Vilnoski is asking the question, um, I heard that uh, running a baseline using Generator X digitizer and then a biofeedback increases the accuracy. And he's asking, can I assume this is the same process for the scalar digitizer? Uh, let's think about this for a minute. Yes, it will, be, it will be the same thing where it will be more accurate. A point to mention is when, you, when you're setting up a, by, a baseline and you've got another generator to run automatically after a biofeedback scan, the baseline won't start that other generator. So it's not quite like a normal biofeedback scan. It'll record all the information and then stop and then load into memory all the values of every single data point and then compare it, subtract it from the biofeedback scan that's performed subsequent to the baseline creation. So if you do a baseline of a scalar biofeedback scan, yes, it will increase the accuracy of a biofeedback scan is performed by Scalar. Now, the um, I, I like things that are free. Things are free are things like advice from friends, 
a hug, <laughs> loving words. Spooky has got things that are free as well, and the software is free. And Spooky also contains a lot of love. So now there's the baseline facility. It's all of a sudden increased the accuracy of the GenoTrex biofeedback scans and all the modes, scalar digitizer, sample digitizer, contact mode, hand cylinders, tens pads, all of those have all of a sudden became, they've all become much more accurate at zero cost. And so it's one of those lovely, lovely things. Um, Wolfgang, I still haven't had your question come through, so um, I'll wait just a little bit more. Now, I'll go back to my um, sharing screen again. And here we go. So with any biofeedback scan, if you go to presets, go to home button, and then you go to biofeedback, any of the top three will benefit from a baseline scan. I don't think a spooky pulse would benefit from baseline scan, but these scans take way too long anyway. Now it's going to run in emulation mode, but if I do a general scan, you can see we've um, got some half scans as well. Ed Vaughn created these. Though large scans, which will take an hour or more, have been chopped up so that they become more manageable. So there's a half scan now. But even the half scan takes a long time. Okay, set up. If I set the start delay is zero, so it starts straight away. Now I've got no spooky pulse connected. So spooky is in test mode, it tells me. So spooky is in test mode, results will be invalid and should not be used. So it's just pretending there's a pulse. And look at that graph, I mean, that's terrible. But that's what we had to play with at the time. I don't think it's a good thing to do a baseline biofeedback scan with um, using a um, pulse. It's just taking too long. And so I'd recommend you just use a normal scan for using Spooky Pulse. But certainly for any of the top three there that use Generator X, definitely use baseline if you can. Get, get familiar with the function and you'll come to realize this, how much improved the results are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> more things are beeping in the background, but they're not to do with, with the uh, SAMA, so I'll just ignore them. Um, now, just going through some of the presets that have been created. In the miscellaneous, we've got the DH experimental ones. These ones were frequencies which are purely experimental. So please use them with care. Don't think because it purports to be for, you know, for, you know, any of these functions, polio virus correction, even though it's got this preset set there, they're only for experimenting with, okay? They have not been validated. Most of the other presets have been, they've had a lot of users report, give feedback, and say whether they're good or not. So certainly with 
the other presets, we can run them and know that they're going to be doing some sort of good. So if we go to, for example, the detox, we go to the any of these ones. A lot of detox ones for remote I like because they're long, they last a long time. I don't like sitting down for a long period of time. But any of these long ones here, they, they go for a long time, but all you do is just click on the presets, control, allow overwrites, choose the generator, and then and then you're away. And this takes something like 11 days or so. With all the presets, they've got notes here, so it tells you what to do. And there is a general guide for the train protocol. If you just click on there, the guide shows you in more detail information about the train protocol. And this one was written by Brian Yamamoto. So there have been quite a few people that have been contributing to this release of Spooky, making Spooky better, stronger, faster. Faster, I never mentioned that, did I? In the settings tab, always before when you change your waveform, the waveform will change very slowly. But now it's very fast, pretty much instantaneously. And that's important when you're loading a lot of generators. They now load faster because this waveform has to be created before the load or before the waveform is loaded into the generator of memory. So that's all cool stuff. So that's it. No message from Wolfgang, so we'll call it a day. So we'll stop the share. Well, it's been fantastic having you with me. Um, one last question has come through. <laughs> Robin LB, when you do a biofeedback scan, is it diagnosing the body from Spooky 2? Well, um, uh, Spooky Pulse measures the body's response. So yes, it's it, no, no, no. Yeah, it's a diagnosing. Spooky, none of the biofeedback is a diagnosing tool. People use it to diagnose, but it's not designed for a diagnosing tool. It's really, all it's saying is what hits are relevant for your body. Spooky pulse measures body response, and so it is doing a whole body scan, if you like, or if it's, it's more general. You can still put, can put the tens pads across a tumor to measure uh, more specifically, but Generator Rex is measuring a signal response, and so it's best to put the pads right across the problem area, across the tissues, because those tissues are going to change the signal that's passing through the body. And so this is the difference between the two biofeedback um, methods that we use. Pulse is general body, and the Generator Rex is, is uh, specifically the signal that's passing through your body. Hey, thanks guys for um, watching. It's been fantastic. The questions have gone through. Now, Spooky 2, the version I've been showing you now, is available as we speak at spooky2.com. Oh, <laughs> and of course, from there, that's the launch pad to the forum. So if anyone's watching and keep on hearing about the forum, you can go to the forum from there where there's a community of people offering support and all the rest of it. Tom Vilnoski, uh, thanks for the, um, the well wishes. Uh, we're doing our best to make Spooky better. It's not, um, we don't blindly add features into Spooky just to sort of, um, you know, make it look better. We are doing things to make Spooky better. And the dictionary, the encyclopedia has been a, a, um, one such example of that. 
And the Hall David Halliday presets, we don't know their work, but we've had good reports, and so we've included them in the main install. So people can give us the feedback, but they are entitled experimental. But that, in, in my mind, they have got a useful function. They have got merit. And things that have got merit belong in Spooky, so everyone can share. Okay? We'll keep sharing the love, everybody. And I'll see you next week. I don't know who we're going to have. All I know is that we're going to have a, um, um, a woman expert to talk about nutrition, I think. But I look forward. I don't know who it is. I know it's a little bit earlier than normal. But I look forward to it, as I do all of them. Okay. And uh, uh, Debbie is saying, how do I get updates? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you go to Spooky. Uh, spooky2.com you go to downloads and you'll see the new software there you download the software install it and you're away and um, you know you don't need to have spooky2 hardware to run the software you can run in test mode so if you want to just test run it see what it's like see if it suits do it <laughs> and if you never want to write buy spooky gear don't but you've got the encyclopedia there to help you in your journey to good health. Okay. Lovely having you with me. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.